Hey guys, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen, and today is Friday, March 13th. Kind of a crazy day yesterday with the coronavirus and all the news with the canceling church and different things like that. But fortunately, we have a living prophet who has prepared us for this, right? We've been doing home-centered church for over a year now, and so we are prepared and ready. Still kind of crazy, though. I'm excited to see how this works with my two crazies. Today, you guys, we're going to be in Jacob 4 again, and this time I want to start in verse 6. Verse 6 says this, Wherefore, we search the prophets, and we have many revelations and the spirit of prophecy. And having all these witnesses, we obtain a hope, and our faith becometh unshaken. Now, the thing that I really like about this is in the verse previous, in verse 5, it's talking about the law of Moses. And it's talking about Abraham and his sacrifice. And so when it says, we search the prophets, the way they had those stories and the way they had that teaching about the law of Moses was through the scriptures that they had, through the brass plates that they brought with them. And so when it says we search the prophets, for us in our lives, we can substitute, we search the scriptures or even we search the words of the modern-day prophets and apostles. So it's saying here that they search the words of the prophets, or we search the scriptures, and we have many revelations and the spirit of prophecy. So I want to ask you this. When is a time that you have received revelation from searching the scriptures? Nephi teaches us in 2 Nephi 32 that if we feast upon the words of Christ, the words of Christ will tell us all things what we should do. So we've already obtained that promise that if we search the scriptures, if we search the words of Christ, we can obtain revelation for every aspect of our lives. How have you experienced that? How have you received revelation in the scriptures? I know for me, I have had very direct times when I have a question or I'm not sure what to do, and there is a very direct answer in the scriptures. I remember one time I was at girls camp. I think I was probably 14-ish, and we had had testimony meeting, and everyone was standing up, and they were saying, I know, I know, I know, I know this, I know that, and I remember just sitting there thinking, how do you know? How can you know that? Like, I believe it. I think it's probably true, but how can you, how can you know? And that night, I was really um, not upset about it, but I was pondering that a lot, and I opened up my scriptures, and I didn't know the scriptures very well then. And I opened up my scriptures and I just so happened to open to Alma 32. And in Alma 32, I read that faith is not to have a perfect knowledge. And that was such a direct answer to that question, such direct revelation and was very comforting to me. But other times in my life, it doesn't come that direct. It comes by reading and by pondering and by praying In fact, if you think about it, let's think back to the restoration of the gospel. Joseph Smith had a question. He wanted to know what he needed to do to be saved. And he was searching and searching and searching. He read in the scriptures that if anyone lacked wisdom, they could ask God and that God would give an answer. And he pondered on that scripture for a while. And then he did something about it. He prayed and he received revelation because of it. Now, the scripture that he read didn't say, well, none of the churches are true, so you're going to be called to be a prophet. But they led him to the Lord who then answered his question. 
that happened again later when Joseph and Sidney Rigdon were reading John 5 in the New Testament. They read the scriptures. They had questions about what they had read. They thought about it. They pondered it. They prayed about it. And then they received the vision that is now recorded in Doctrine and Covenants 76. So revelation can come from the scriptures in two ways. Either you can read a scripture that's a direct answer to your prayer, or oftentimes we read scriptures that cause us to ask questions and to ponder. And then we take those questions to the Lord in prayer and we receive revelation to answer our questions. But it is my testimony that there is revelation received in the scriptures, that when we feast upon the words of Christ, the words of Christ can tell us all things that we should do, no matter the circumstance. So I love that. But then I also love, it says, having all these witnesses, we obtain a hope and our faith becometh unshaken. So having received all the witnesses that were in the scriptures, that were in the words of the prophets, they obtained hope and they gained faith unshaken. Now, I've often wondered in my life what the difference between hope and faith was, and I believe that faith is hope in action, right? We hope for things, we want for things, and then when we act upon that hope and we do something about that hope, that hope then turns to faith. And so it's saying here that through the words of the prophets, through the scriptures, they obtained a greater hope and as they acted upon that hope, they gained a faith unshaken. I testify that that's how it works in our life too. That as we receive the words of the prophets, as we receive the scriptures, they fill us with a hope. And that as we start to live according to that hope, that hope will turn into faith unshaken in our lives as well. So another scripture that I absolutely love in this chapter is in verse 7. It says, Nevertheless, the Lord God showeth us our weakness, that we may know that it is by his grace and his great condescensions unto the children of men that we have power to do these things. I love that. I love that concept of we have weaknesses and we're made aware of our weaknesses so that we can understand the true power of Christ in our lives. That scripture reminds me of Ether 12:27, which says this, And if men come unto me, I will show unto them their weakness. I give unto men weakness, that they may be humble, and my grace is sufficient for all men that humble themselves before me. For if they humble themselves before me and have faith in me, then will I make weak things become strong unto them. So our weaknesses were given to us for the purpose of helping us to be humble and helping us understand that it is only by the grace of Jesus Christ that we have power to do mighty things in our lives, that we have power to work and witness miracles, that we have power to bless and serve. So often in our lives, we get so bogged down by our own weaknesses that they almost cripple us from moving forward. We get so discouraged in the areas where we're weak that we don't act in the areas that we're strong or we don't move forward in the areas that we're strong. And we forget that having those weaknesses and having those struggles is a part of this life. It's a part of mortality. Heavenly Father did not send us to this earth with the expectation that we were going to be perfect. He sent us here with the expectation that we were going to have weaknesses that we were going to fail, and that we would need the atonement of Jesus Christ in order to draw nearer unto him. 
in order to be forgiven, in order to return to him someday. We need his grace and Heavenly Father knew that and designed our existence off of that principle. Bruce Hafen gave a talk in 2004 called Atonement All for All and in it he says this, So if you have problems in your life, don't assume that there is something wrong with you. Struggling with those problems is at the very core of life's purpose. As we draw close to God, He will show us our weaknesses, and through them will make us wiser and stronger. So if you're seeing more of your weaknesses, that just might mean that you're moving nearer to God, not farther away. Just like this scripture says, If men come unto me, I will show them their weaknesses. So as we draw closer to God, he will begin to reveal our weaknesses. And he does that so that we can be humble and so that we can rely wholly on the merits of he who is mighty to save. Because Heavenly Father knew that that was the only way. And I testify to you that despite our weakness, despite our struggles, our Savior is full of grace and truth and desires our redemption. He will strengthen you. And as the scripture says, he will give us power to do all things, but not through our own abilities and not through our own power or goodness, only through the grace of he who is mighty to save. Thank you so much for listening today, you guys. If you're enjoying this podcast, subscribe, comment, like, and keep on sharing. This has been Come Follow Me Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen.